Sales is King, episode 61. Hey everybody, welcome to Sales is King. My name is Dan Sixsmith. I am your host. And I believe that sales reps have reached a crossroads currently in 2018 and that they can go one of two ways. They can embrace the digital economy and the changes in the buying behavior and consumer behavior, and they can look to try and improve their skills and learn new skills and continue to develop, or they can cling to their old ways, the ways that are no longer relevant in 2018 and beyond, and watch their sales numbers decline. And if you haven't already done so, please drop me a note at dan.sixsmith at gmail.com and let's get acquainted. Let's talk about some of the issues you're having. Uh, let's set up a phone call and connect. So let's do that today. So getting into the program for today, there's a great new article in Fast Company, and I'll post the link out in the show notes. And it's basically asking the question, is sales now becoming a STEM job? And by STEM, we're talking about science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Uh, obviously, the future of most jobs uh, today are falling into this kind of what they call STEM uh, skills. And the article is contending that the game of sales is rapidly moving to and toward a STEM type of occupation. And we've seen marketing rapidly go in that direction. Uh, remember, over the years, marketing was thought of as more of a creative type of role. And now, um, rapidly, you need to be on the STEM side of things in order to understand data and analytics, to understand what levers to pull um, from your marketing strategy. So this article is very interesting, and it really discusses a lot of what we've been contending in this podcast over the last 60-plus episodes um, but it puts it in a little more of a scientific approach. So it talks about EQ versus IQ, you know, the emotional quotient versus the intelligence quotient. And the article talks about old school selling, where uh, business, business was typically done and closed on the golf course, um, leveraging personal relationships and the article from Fast Company says that that is no longer the case, that business is now closed over spreadsheets, data, measurement, and analytics. And this keeps coming back to the fact that buyers are more empowered. They have a lot of the information that they can gather on the internet um, versus what they used to rely on salespeople for. In the old days, for some of you that can remember, salespeople were the only avenue of getting information if you were a buyer. You needed to call up the company. You needed to speak to somebody in sales to do your research and to get that information. So salespeople, uh, many contend, are less important in the early stages than they were going back uh, kind of pre-internet. So when we talk about these STEM jobs, um, this article is saying that the Bureau of Labor Statistics is now saying 
that the seventh most popular job for a quote-unquote STEM graduate is actually sales. So um, that certainly is telling. Um, Sales, the number seven most popular job with the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics crowd. So, you know, if this isn't motivation enough, guys, to make sure that we are adjusting the way we handle our sales business, if you've been at it for a long time um, and you're still doing the back slapping and the glad handing and the dinners, you know, and you're not focusing on the quantitative, on the analysis, on the spreadsheets, you know, if you're weak in that area, look out, you know, but figure out how to get some training and education around this. Um, You know, figure out how to talk strategy, how to talk metrics, how to talk ROI and finance. You know, um, you don't have to be an engineering major to succeed in sales, but you do have to speak the language of the buyer today. And this article goes on to talk about some of the new job titles that are popping up with recruiters. Um, Jobs such as sales engineer, technical sales engineer, technical sales representative, sales data analyst, with the two most popular jobs being sales engineer and sales data analyst. These are the two in the highest demand and two jobs that did not even exist several years ago. But I think we need to kind of put this in perspective, right? Um, Buyers are not looking for robots to come in that are these super geniuses Um, There's still an element of finesse in sales today. There's still kind of the, um, that quality of street smarts. Um, You know, we've we've heard in the past, certainly, you know, someone book smart or street smart. I think you definitely need a nice combination of street smarts and book smarts, right? Because you still have to use your gut you know, you still have to connect with the buyer. Then you, then you have to kind of, you know, um, intuitively understand how this deal is progressing, you know. And that comes with uh, certainly um, there is, you know, obviously some STEM skills involved there. But there's also that gut level and experience um, that, you know, you bring to bear uh, as a modern seller today, right? So you need to know where you are in the process you know, which pieces of content to leverage, which levers to pull, um, you know, how to engage to move things forward. To me, that's one of the biggest tricks in sales today. How do you keep the process moving forward? How do you find out where it's stalled? And how do you get the wherever, you know, whichever individual is kind of, quote, holding things up? How do you get them feeling comfortable to keep the process moving forward. And, you know, being involved in a number of deals, I see it myself, I'm out there, and uh, you can't just sit back passively. You have to keep pushing in a very professional way. You have to ask the right questions. You have to see where you are. You have to know where you are in the process, where where the prospect is in the process, and where they are stalling, if they are stalling, and what you need to do to move things forward. What do you need to send over there? Uh, Do you need to bring yourself over there and meet with a group of people? Um, Do you need to send over a blog post, a video, a case study? 
um, you know, do you need to do another demo? Do you need to um, send a thought leadership piece over? Do you need to bring your head of sales or your CEO into the mix to meet with the senior executives? You know, that to me is certainly um, a nice blend of the EQ and the IQ today, but a critical skill that you need. So having said this, you know, one of the biggest challenges that sales leaders face today that business owners face today, that CEOs face today, um, is being able to train, uh, coach, transition the sales teams. Um, You know, they call it in this article to, quote unquote, sophisticate the current seller and help them transform. And I love that. Sophisticate the current seller and help them to transform. And that's what we talk about here in the podcast. That's what a lot of um, these, you know, training organizations, that was, that's what we do um, with the sales is king training. We're trying to sophisticate. We're trying to educate. We're trying to transform salespeople into modern sellers. Because most of us have been the EQ sellers, and that's been enough, you know, uh, the relationship that we can just rely on. Hey, they know me. You know, they've done business with me before. You know, that's great, but it's just not enough today. There is an entire science behind selling. Um, and there's an entire science be- be- behind buyer decision making today that is way more sophisticated and way more uh, complicated than ever before. So we in sales need new skills. And the first thing we need to do in sales to be successful is to realize this fact, to self-assess and get to the point to say, hey, things are changing. I don't have all the skills. I don't have all the answers. I need to get better. It may be that I need to better understand the buyer and the buying process. It may be I need to ask better questions. I need to do better in discovery. Um, It may be I need to better understand technology. You know, I need to better understand and leverage uh, data and analytics and measurement. You know, I need to better leverage these technologies to understand what the buyers want, to understand where the buyers are, to understand what is resonating with buyers today. You know, we talk a lot about social media, you know. Um, As a salesperson, am I leveraging the social channels? A, to develop my personal brand, as we've talked about quite a bit, to share content, to get people to trust us. Um, You know, I've said before, that first impressions now occur online, and they do because they are drawing buyers and whoever, potential employers, they're drawing some conclusions. They're putting a picture in their head before you even walk through the door. And I can't emphasize this enough. You know, what you put out there on social, if it's nothing, that's telling too. You know, if I I come to your LinkedIn profile and there's no picture, um, there's no sharing, and it's the old school resume looking LinkedIn profile, the, the trust level is very, very low. But if I come to your LinkedIn profile and it's got a great professional headshot, um, well thought out uh, headline, and it's got, you know, chock full of articles, videos, 
um, thought leadership, um, you know, and I've got a great sense of who you are, uh, my trust level is going way up before you even set foot in the door, before we even get on a phone call. Um, the trust level is there. The first impression is strong. So guys and gals, if you haven't done this, and it's not a very time-consuming task, but go to all of your social uh, channels and profiles and make sure all of them are updated, they're professional-looking, that they fully reflect the type of person you are offline. So that's the easiest thing to do, right? Um, now, um, in terms of you know leveraging social for um, a highly improved sales experience, we've talked a lot on this podcast about following these key stakeholders that you're trying to sell, right? Following them on LinkedIn, following them on Twitter, following them on Facebook, following them on Instagram, okay? Whatever other social channel that might be important in your business. Um, going on to the search engines, seeing what articles are written about that individual because you then are putting together your own dossier before you go in and sell. You're leveraging technology, you're leveraging data um, as to what is important to this company and to this prospect. That's a hell of a lot different than just staggering through the door, glad-handing, breaking bread, you know, the old three-martini lunch. Everybody, you know, staggers out the door and contracts are signed. That is never going to happen again. You know, it might in some old-school businesses, but, you know, this is what we're talking about when we say we're trying to sophisticate sellers. Are you walking into a sales meeting with some insights? Are you prepared to show the buyer or the prospect something that they don't know? Tell them something that they don't know. Because if you're going to go in and regurgitate the website, or if you're going to regurgitate the, the PowerPoint that's already on the website that the buyer's seen, and you're basically turning into a you know um, a, an audio uh, tape, you know something that can be put up in the car to listen to, um, you know a books on tape kind of guy or gal, that's not going to deliver any value. We talk so much about value, bringing value, you know. So value means I'm bringing some insights. I'm telling the buyer something he didn't know or she didn't know. Uh, I'm telling them what their competitors are doing. I'm telling them. Um, where they may be falling behind. You know, I'm telling them the risk of standing pat. I'm telling them how their job may be in jeopardy if they don't take a hard look at my solution because we're going to bring them to another level. We're going to give them a second or third gear uh, in order to be successful because just like we're trying to be successful, our buyers and prospects are facing the same challenges, right? So, the new modern seller is showing the buyer how, you know, their success is important to us. And through data and through analytics and through insights, we're showing them, we're shepherding the process. We're helping them get to their future state. We're helping them get to the next level of success in their world. So the last point really is that, and, and the article very nicely points out is that when we think about sales leadership today versus 
you know, old school. It's not about managing a pipeline. It's not just about managing a pipeline. You know, hey, Johnny, hey, Sarah, what's going to close? You know, where are we? What's the forecast? You know, um, that's not enough. We talked about in the last episode, I believe, you know, how do we establish a culture of coaching, a culture of training, a culture of personal improvement? That's really where sales leadership needs to go today. How are we um, shepherding, you know, uh, our salespeople? How are we providing them enough training, enough guidance? Because it's on us as sales leaders. You know, as sales leaders or as business owners, we can't sit back. I've seen so many companies that just, you know, want to just dump all their trash on the sales department. You know, sales is the hero when they sell, but sales is the goat and they're the assholes when they can't sell. And it's like, you know what, man? It's on you, okay? If you have bad salespeople, it's your fault for not training them to be modern sellers. It's your fault for not understanding that things are changing, okay? So you got to take responsibility, Mr. Sales Manager, Mr. CEO, for how your team is doing for what your numbers, you know, for what numbers they're putting up, okay? You need to get involved in the process. As we said in the last episode, you need to be riding along with salespeople and seeing how they're doing. You need to be providing them with the right tools today, right? The right selling tools, the ones that can help them be more consultative. Provide them with the thought leadership. Provide them with the insights they need to go in uh, and leverage. And if they're not... You know, that's where we need to coach and train and personally develop. And if somebody just doesn't get it after that, then fine. Then you move on. Then you hire the right people, you know. Um, If we look at this article, are we hiring STEM-related salespeople or are we hiring the old schoolers that think they're coming in with a quote-unquote Rolodex? I don't think Rolodex means anything today. It certainly means something to get you in the door. But, you know, if I'm coming in with a Rolodex and I'm coming into a company that is, uh, you know, has a horrible customer experience or can't quantify uh, why a buyer should buy, I think your Rolodex is completely meaningless because customers want facts and data. They want a good customer experience. And that's really the last point. Let's think about that in terms of um, the skill set. You know, can you provide as the first kind of uh, connection with a customer the customer experience that is required to differentiate, right? And we'll be talking about this a lot more going forward because customer experience is rapidly becoming the number one differentiator in business today. Um, I can tell you just from my own experience today, um, I've gone through the process of leasing two new cars, um, and one for my wife and one for myself, two completely different experiences. Uh, the one that I went through with an American made company was tremendous from end to end. And the one I did with my wife through a foreign made, uh, car company was, uh, excruciating. And um, I'm encouraging her to think about moving in a different direction going forward. So the message today is, are we working on our IQ skills for sales versus our old school EQ sales? 
Um, can we develop the skills necessary to become a top flight seller? Can we blend what is comfortable to us from the past with, with what is necessary today to succeed? So go out there, get your training, push hard. Peace. Peace.